Herb, take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice. Check one. My mic sound nice. Check two. My mic sound nice. Check three. Are you ready to rock y'all? everybody welcome back to another episode of nikki's thoughts podcast i am your girl a nicole and i'd like to thank you for tuning in with me this week um before we start before we do anything i would like to have a special shout out to everyone um who showed so much love to last week's episode oh my gosh like i have not had so many reposts so many comments rates reviews um, feedback. Did I say feedback already? I have not had so much. I mean, of course I get that from you all every week, but this, this topic that I touched on last week, I guess that must've touched a lot of y'all. So, uh, last week, if, if, if you haven't tuned in, I discussed, um, relationship titles, um, the, the whole, a bond is better than a title, wifey versus wife, um, giving yourself, to people, this side, this not even side chick, but this friends with benefit shit, this situation shits, because that's what I call them. I don't call them situationships. These situation shits, I also touched on marriage. Is it just a piece of paper? Um, do things change uh, automatically once you become married? I talked about um, women who get married and all of a sudden they want to assert themselves as better than other women. And basically, um, women who use a man as a scale to measure their worth and the worth of other women. You know, you're married, you got chose, all that other bullshit. Um, I discussed that, um, the benefits of marriage, uh, you know, being single, whatever. And so like that, it, it's just been a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal outpouring of support for that episode. So if you haven't heard it yet, after you finish listening to this episode, go on over and listen to episode five, which you should have did already, but I'm talking to my newbies, you know, so actually for my newbies, welcome. Welcome to the Nikki Starts podcast. Uh, shout out to you all for tuning in. Make sure you catch my episodes one through five for my people who've been rocking with me since episode one. Welcome back. I appreciate your support um, and all the things that you do. So um, I am back from Miami. And it's hot as shit. <sighs> just thinking about it. I just, I just got, uh, I almost had an asthma attack right then. I, mm. um, it's hot as shit outside. So I went to Miami to recharge, to take the batteries out my back and to just not do anything. And if you all were listening into my um, previous episodes, you know that I lost my driver's license coming through TSA um, at the airport. So when I got to Miami, I really couldn't do shit. And like I said, I think it was the universe. Like, we're going to make sure you don't do shit because you probably try to sneak out somewhere and do some stuff that you're not supposed to be doing because you're supposed to be down here relaxing. So um, I stayed in the stayed in the condo. And then when I came back, I stayed in my house. I wasn't even going out, check my mail, nothing. Like, I was grubhubbing and everything. So today was my first day back to work. And it was hell on wheels. Like it was like that heat just took me by fucking surprise. And I'm looking at everybody like, when the fuck did it get this hot? Cause you know, I haven't been outside in like two, two and a half weeks. When did it get this fucking hot? And they like, it's been this fucking hot. Where you been? I've been inside. That's where the fuck I've been. Shit. Drinking Snapple, peach tea and, and infused water with, with watermelon and, and mint in the shit and lemon and stuff like that. That's where the fuck I've been. Oh. <sighs> So, um, I didn't realize that I was this tired. I still am tired. Um, I've just been sleeping, resting, watching Snapped, watching my little, um, my little court shows and stuff like that. Um, and I almost didn't make this podcast because I, I've just been so tired. And I was like, I can't even think of anything to talk about. That's how tired I am. 
and I was talking to my uh, my producer, and he was just like, uh, he hit me with the with the with the I turn because you know I'm tired. I you, you you know what's love got to do with? I'm tired. I I don't want to go and do the show. And he was like, no 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 no. We we, we got other shows. We 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 got Mississippi. We 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 got uh, 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 San Antonio. It is too early for you to be skipping podcasts. So he was like, take your day or whatever, whatever you need. And you need to get your shit together. So shout out to Adam for digging in my ass and making me record this podcast. So, um, and then right before I started recording, I got my uh, my numbers back from Buzzsprout, excuse me, um, to let me know how many viewers viewed in last week. And I was just like, what? Jump, a hike in number. So I was like, yeah, let me let me stop BSing and and get on um, this horn, but it's this, it's this, this heat. A lot of it is this heat. Like this is that Island heat. Like when I go back to Jamaica and like my dad be like, you know, the sun drunk me up. This is that heat where the sun just make you tired. I came home today. First of all, I wasn't dealing with the bullshit at work. One of my workers was playing game. I was like, look, it's just too hot for this shit. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. Um, and I came home and I laid the fuck down. So, um, with that being said, please, can we check on our friends while we are in these dire straits of, 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 of hyperthermia season? Um, can we check on our fat friends? Uh, make sure they got their rags. They got their, their washcloths. Um, I believe that Walmart has the pack of washcloths. I think it's like the 32 flavors of the Bootylicious Bubblegum. You get like 32 washcloths. Not the not the quality of the uh, the car wash, but like the rags. Like the, that's what I guess would be the after sex with the rags. And I hate that word, but they have those. And I think they $3.97 or $4.97. So please, 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 I'm losing my breath thinking about it. Make sure that they are stocked up on them rags, y'all. Make sure our fat friends, we have we have them them washcloths so they can pat their forehead, so they can, you know, pat wherever the hell it is that they need to pat. Um, make sure that they got a mist spray, you know, so they can spray themselves down. One of them fans, the, the, the portable fans, um, some water, you know, it, let it be infused water. I, I love me some infused water. But please, let's check on our fat friends. Please, let's check on our sisters with uh, the big boobs. Um, I am in that category. Um, cause th- having boobs in this, in this, in this season is, is not the fucking business. It's not the business. And I know um, I posted about it a few days ago and a young lady was like, she was putting tussy under her titties. And I was like, I, I don't think I could do the tuss, um, or the, or the talcum powder. Um, I just wipe, or, you know, I'm just not going to be outside, but more power to you with the tuss. Um, Yes, check on our girlfriends um, with big boobs and big ass. I got ass too. Just check, 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 check on our girlfriends, please. Um, please um, check on our girlfriends who wear wigs. It's it's hot. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. Talk them into reconsidering that lace front. Um, the phony pony, the one B thirty three. Um, I don't know if people are still doing the thirty two piece. Um. That lace front glue, you're not even going to need no bond remover. This heat, the sweat is going is going to shift the shit out of that lace front. Um, tell them to get a bobby pins, a rest, especially these braids, sisters. Whew. Now, y'all know I cut my hair off. I chopped my hair off a few weeks ago. And if I had ever had any second doubts of chopping all my shit off, I don't now. It's too hot for that. I think I might go lower. Um, I checked on a friend of mine, you know, I walk it like I talk it and I was talk, talking to a friend, you know, she, she loved the lace and all of that. And I said, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just calling to check up on you. And she was like, well, shit, I was going to call and ask you for your barber's information. Cause it's too fucking hot. I need to cut my shit off. And I said, yeah, girl, it, it's hot. So, um, please, but a funny story when I was coming back through TSA in um, Miami, I got called sir. There's the one TSA agents. He was walking past me on my back to him and he called me sir. And I was like, oh, 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 like the Nigerian said, oh, oh. So I was like, oh, thank God my mother wasn't around to hear that shit because my mother has still not forgiven me for uh, chopping all my shit off. So also please check on our friends with children. Uh, you know, when it's hot, patience gets a little thin, especially with the babies. And we don't want our friends to catch no child protective services case. 
the yoking they fucking kids up this summer. So you might want to, you know, be a mediator. You might want to, hey, you know, let me take your kids to the park or let me let me grab your kids. You know, you go take a shower, whatever. Uh, please give our friends with kids some type of respite because it's just it's too hot to be yelling at fucking kids. It's too hot. I told Kingston today, you know what, Kingston, do what the fuck you want to do. That's all on you. If you like it, I love it. Because it's too hot to be going back and forth with you about that. So we'll deal with the consequences later. Just just go. Just do it. Whew. Jesus. So it's also too hot to be entertaining whack sex. There is, we are in, we are in a, a, a hypothermia, a hypothermic emergency, like I said. Uh, we have a three shower minimum. Don't be wasting your showers on wax sex. Don't be wasting your showers on wax sex. Please don't do that. Don't waste your time on uh, relationships that ain't going no fucking where. Two-faced people, uh, phony-ass people, workplace bullshit, drama, all of that. Let all of that shit go. Y'all can pick it up in October. Let it go. Don't argue with nobody. Don't nothing. Let it go. Live to see another day. Ain't that what um, Craig Father told him on Friday? You get to live to see another day. So let that shit go. So let's get into today's topic. <laughs> okay, so today we're going to talk about a little something that I call dating styles. Um. I had a young lady reach out to me and she said, hey, Nikki, I have a question. Do you think that there is a such thing as not knowing how to show feelings or people just need to find the right person to make them show feelings? I sent this guy a text professing my love for him and he replied a cold one. I asked him about it and he just said he's not the type to show feelings like that. And so initially off break, I was like, y'all got two different um, dating styles because clearly he's used to responding one way or used to being one way. And this is not what's working for you. Clearly, you get off on, you know, maybe somebody being more vocal with their shit or just acting like they give a fuck. I don't know. Um, And he's not giving that. So you need to dismount. And then I started thinking, like, um, there are attachment styles. Um, I'm going to get into that um, in a second. But there are attachment styles um, that a lot of us are not privy to. So let me just cover a little bit of that when it comes to how the makings of us, our DNA, when it comes to how we interact with other people, particularly how we date. So there is a little something in psychology and behavioral science that we call um, attachment theory. And the creators of this is, um, they're, they're two people, Mary Ainsworth and John Bowlby. And um, they developed this um, in their study of children and their caregivers. And um, what they discovered was children and caregivers, um, they have this correlation with one another where children pick up on the on whatever attachment that they get from the people who take care of them. And that is how they develop, how they attach to other people as they get into adulthood and even dating. So um, I wanted to say that um, adults who feel comforted when their attachments are present and lonely, I'm sorry, adults feel comforted when their attachments are present and anxious or lonely when they are absent. So I'm going to break down the, um, the different types of attachment. Let me come down a little bit. The different types of attachment styles. So we have secure attachment style. (laughs) Not a lot of people have this. And basically uh, what this is, is children who had healthy, healthy relationships with their parents when they were younger, they feel secure. Like when babies cry, I know like the, 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 the norm that they say now is sometimes you got to let that baby cry because you don't want them to be spoiled and you don't want them to be. And I'm like, what? That's the dumbest thing. There's no such thing. When you, 
sometimes we can let the babies cry, especially when they don't want shit. And you getting frustrated because we don't want y'all to shake these babies. But basically, your caregiver, as you're coming up, serves as your base. And I want you to think of, I want you to think of base. When you come off, I want you to think of an island. And when you come off of this island, maybe you want to go swimming. Maybe you want to go whatever the fuck it is you do in water. Maybe you want to go to another island. You know that you can always come back to this island of this home island um, and you'll be comforted and it'll feel like home and it'll 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 bottle your warmth and it'll feel wonderful. Um, it's kind of like, no, not kind of. It is what Jamaica is to me. That's the only place that I can go to find peace. That's why I go every year. That's why I start every birthday every year in Jamaica. Fuck a New Year's, fuck whatever. I got to start my birthday every year um, of my life in Jamaica. So um, the, the secure attachment style, when you see secure children, you see children who, when they cry, their parent, I like to say caregiver because not all children are raised by their biological parent. You know, it could be an aunt, a sister, grandparent, foster parent, whatever. So, you know, if they're crying, you know, they, they immediately get from their base reassurance or, or reinforcement and, and comfort. Um, when they feel insecure, they have that base to go back to and, and get all of the things that they need. So that is a secure base. Um, securely attached people, they feel comfortable with both intimacy and with independence. So when you see a lot of secure people, um, they're cool in relationships because I don't have a void that I need to feel to know that you want me or you love me or I'm desirable to you or I'm worth it to you because I've been shown that growing up. So I don't need you to feel a void for me because I don't have any voids um, or very few and far between. And also I can be independent on my own because I know that there is a base that I can return to if shit gets rough. I know that there's an island that I can go back to if shit gets rough. So I have more, more of an independent feeling to jump out there with ventures, to jump out there with um, opportunities, relationships, whatever, because I know that I have a support system waiting for me. So that's a secure um, a secure attachment style. Then you have, we're going to get into the insecure styles. You have an anxious preoccupied. So people with anxious preoccupied attachment style tend to agree with the following statements. I want to be completely emotionally intimate with others, but I often find that others are reluctant to get as close as I would like. Or they'll say, I am uncomfortable being without close relationships, excuse me, but I sometimes worry that others don't value me as much as I value them. People who have this type of attachment seek high level of intimacy, approval, and responsiveness from their attachment figure. They sometimes value intimacy to such an extent that they become overly dependent on the attachment figure. Compared with a securely attached person, um, people who are anxious or preoccupied with attachment, they tend to have less positive views about themselves. They may feel a sense of anxiousness that only recedes when in contact with that attachment figure. They often doubt their worth as a person and blame themselves for the attachment figure's lack of responsiveness. People who are anxious or preoccupied with attachment may also exhibit high levels of emotional expressiveness, um, impulsiveness in their relationship, worry, and emotional dysregulation. So if you, we all have friends who, they can't move without they significant other. They need to know where they significant other is at all times. Um, they want to go wherever they significant other go. Your friends is my friends is my friends too. Your man is my man is my man too. You know, oh, that's your friend. That's my friend, too. Um, where are you going? Why can't I go? Why can't you hang out with me? No, 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 no. Pay, pay attention to me. You know, because when you don't pay attention to me, I feel like I'm losing you. I'm losing you. That shit is dangerous, y'all. So if you think that this sounds like you or somebody you love, tell them to look up the anxious, preoccupied attachment style. And this comes from what they saw 
as growing up with their with their caregiver. So their caregiver did not give them this base to launch from. So that is why they're looking for it in their partner. So our next attachment style, excuse me, is the dismissive avoidant. And people with a dismissive style of avoiding attachment tend to agree with these statements. I am comfortable without close emotional relationships. It is important to me to feel independent and self-sufficient. And also, I prefer not to depend on others or have others depend on me. People with this attachment style desire a high level of independence. The desire for independence often appears as an attempt to avoid attachment altogether. Like, I don't know, I don't I don't need you. Um, They view themselves as self-sufficient and invulnerable to feelings correlated with being closely attached to others. They often deny needing close relationships. Some may even view close relationships as relatively unimportant. Not surprisingly, they seek less intimacy with attachments, whom they often view less less positively than they view themselves. Investigators commonly note that the defensive character of this attachment style People with dismissive, avoiding attachment tend to suppress and hide their feelings, and they tend to deal with rejection by distancing themselves from the source of rejection. rejection excuse me. Um, examples of this can be their attachments or relationships. So when I see people like this, I say, you probably raised yourself. You probably had no type of caregiver. You probably had no one who really gave a fuck. You know, and that is your, that is your, what's the word I'm looking for? Ah, what's the word I'm looking for? <clears throat> That's your defense mechanism. Um, I'm going to tell you I don't need you so I can tell myself I don't need you. Or I'm going to act like I don't need you to convince myself that I don't need you because I never, I never needed nobody and nobody ever been there for me. So I'm going to dismiss any type of relationships, and I'm going to avoid any type of fucking relationships because I don't want anybody to get close. And I'm going to tell myself over and over again, I'm all I got. I don't need nobody. I'm a one man army. I'm a one woman army. And ain't nobody going to get in. Nobody's going to get in. So if you are, or you know someone like that, if you can relate to the statements that I said in the beginning of describing the dismissive avoidant, look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Lastly, we have the fearful avoidant. And people who have experienced loss or trauma, such as sexual abuse in childhood and adolescence, may often develop this type of attachment. They also tend to agree with these following statements. I am somewhat uncomfortable getting close to others. I want emotional, emotionally close relationships, but I find it difficult to trust others completely or depend on them. I sometimes worry that I will be hurt if I allow myself to become too close to people. On the other hand, though, they tend to feel uncomfortable with emotional closeness. These mixed feelings are combined with sometimes unconscious negative views about themselves and their attachment. They commonly view themselves as unworthy of responsiveness from their attachments, and they don't trust the intentions of their attachments. They don't trust what you want to come in my life for, what you want from me. You know, particularly because stuff has been taken from them, particularly or specifically, excuse me, against their will. So it's like, well, what you want? What you want from me? You know, who you next? What you want from me? Um, so similar to the dismissive avoidant attachment style that I just explained before this one, people who have the fearful avoiding attachment style seek less intimacy from their attachments and they frequently suppress or deny their feelings. Because of this, they are much less comfortable with expressing affection. (sighs) So I know I gave y'all a lot in those four, but those are your four attachment styles. And you don't have to always fall perfect cookie cutter under one. You can be a myriad of two. You might be a myriad of three, you know. But these are the attachment styles and the ones that I come in contact the most, particularly when it comes to dating, I'm just going to keep it a buck with y'all. Is I'd be very hard pressed to find someone who is 100% just secure. Just you just good. All right. 
cool. I get into the dismissive avoidant. I think that that's what I've dealt with recently. Um, And I later found out it was mommy issues. That's why you're dismissive. That's why you're avoidant. Because mom wasn't there for you. You know, you don't want to open up to another woman. You know, you so you're you're dismissive of us. You avoid us. You know, you, 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 and I made a a post about it today. You hide behind womanizing. You hide behind looking nice. You hide behind um, feeling the need to, feeling the need not to commit and feeling the need to be selfish with your stuff because you just want to be dismissive to everyone. You want to avoid it at all costs. These are the individuals that I say they may like men, what men do for them, but they don't like men or they may like women. And the gratification that they get, the sexual gratification that they get from women, but they really don't like women because of the shit that they're dealing with. So I deal with the dismissive avoidant a lot. They just don't like close relationships. No, let's keep this shit surface. I don't want to be your girl or I don't want to be your man. I don't want no title. I, I, I ain't trying to whatever, whatever. I ain't trying to do anything that's intimate with you date you, go out to the movies, hold hands. A lot of people ain't in the PDA. That's cool. But I don't want to do anything that correlates to a close relationship with you because um, I ain't got that. Um, Also, the anxious. That's where you have your insecure people from. You know, Um, your insecure women who want to go through your phone unless you didn't give these ladies a reason to. But I don't give a fuck how much you give me. I ain't going through nobody's phone. I leave your ass before I go through your phone. Um, but your people who want to go through your phone, the people who want to show up at your job, uh, the people who want to just pop up anywhere, see if you was really going to grandma's house, see if you was really taking the kids to the park, or if you were just chilling with the baby mama and all of this other stuff. Those are your anxious preoccupied. And then, of course, the fearful um, avoidant, my, my clients with trauma or even friends with trauma, family with trauma who have dealt with um, a loss or maybe abuse. Um, or maybe a violation. So think of these as you date. Think of these, these dating styles, how these things um, transfer from caregiver and child. And it comes, it's not like you turn 18 and the shit just turn off. I hope y'all don't think that. No. So this mommy issue, daddy issue, so-and-so issue, so-and-so issue is real. It's real in the motherfucking field. So be mindful of this while we're out here dating. And don't be trying to race against nobody's clock, nobody's mama's clock. You cannot be somebody's mama. You cannot be somebody's daddy. Stop trying to heal people that don't want to be healed. I need to do a, a, a podcast on a episode, excuse me, on healers. Stop trying to fix people. Stop trying to think that you are the one with the magic wand or the magic dick or the magic pussy that's going to heal this person. And they didn't slay through every Tom, Dick, Harry, Sally. Jesse, Brenda, Letitia, Arnez, and Alicia, whoever, every around the way girl, you're not different. Stop, stop mismanaging yourself, thinking that you can save these people, you know, and you just get spent. You knew to this. They true to this. You know, you can get them some support, some type of help, be their support while they're getting some type of help, but don't take that shit on by yourself. They will, they will walk your ass like a fucking dog. Trust me. And, I, and I'm I'm skilled and trained in this shit. And it be some shit I got to let go. Like, you know what? Let me give you these services. Let me give you these resources or whatever. And you got to get the hell on. Because you, I, 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 I ain't trying to nine to five you. I ain't trying to work no eight with you. I want to date you. Not, 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 not work at eight with you. I'm not trying to be a social worker. I want to be your woman, your lover. I want to be your lover. Not your motherfucking social worker. So. Um, when you get into these situations or you see this, just like I told the young lady who wrote into me, um, leave that shit alone. You are getting the signs early on. Please leave it alone. Leave it alone. Um, I dated this dude and he was just like, at first I thought it was cause he was a certain sign, just, um, bullheaded, stubborn, um, asshole it's a fucking asshole i'm like oh that's how he is but then as i got to know him and know him and know him i noticed he didn't talk about his mom ever talk about his dad a lot he didn't talk about his mom 
And I noticed that he has certain insecurities when I really sat and listened. And that's why I tell y'all, don't do all that running in y'all mouth. Listen to these people when you first start dating. And they'll tell you everything you need to know and shit you didn't even think you needed to know. And I was like, you have issues. And it's not that you don't want to interact with me the way that you should. You don't know how to because your mama didn't teach you. And you haven't been around women to show you. So I cut it off. And then I started dating someone else who was everything. I mean, everything. Um, And it showed me this is a healthy ass fucking relationship. This is what it should be. What the fuck was I doing in the past? And then when he and I parted ways or whatever, where we're still best friends today, um, the guy came back around. You know, he wanted to try again. And it was like immediately all the shit that I was accepting, all the shit I was trying to make excuses for or, you know, put a Band-Aid on. I was like, oh, hell no. I've been introduced to real and now I hate fucking lames. I've been introduced like full circle to my attachment style. Um, I am a communicator. I got to talk to my man every day. Even if I don't give a fuck what we'll be talking about. We talking at lunch. If it's, you know, in the morning, if it's right before we go to bed, I want to hear about your dreams, your aspirations, what I can do to help you. You want to hear about my dreams and aspirations and what you can do to help me, all of that. And I'm not a texter. And I noticed being... um familiarize with him again this ain't gonna work because we don't have the same dating style and it's clear now because I don't respond to you the way I responded to my ex you know I don't even you don't even appeal to me because you can't give me what I need and I'm not gonna make excuses for it you gotta fix that shit so please think about these attachment styles Think about, please look at the red flags. Please look at the uh, writing on the wall. If somebody's not giving you reciprocity, if somebody's not giving you act right, if somebody's not giving you what you need to date them, to feel good. And I'm not talking about if you're insecure and they got to jump through hoops and shit. I'm not saying that. But if you and them are not on the same level when it comes to how you want to date, like with your communication, with how often you see them, um, with, I don't, shit, I don't know, uh, other things that you think about when it comes to that. I can't speak for all of y'all. Um, please don't sit through it. Please don't think that it's going to get better. Don't think that you can change them and all this other stuff. Because like I say, you knew to this. They fucking true to this. They will, they will, they will run circles around you. And then when you eventually let go, because you're going to have to eventually let go, whether it be a few years down the line, a few months down the line, when you probably say enough is enough to death. You won't have to let go. You're going to be like, I wasted my time. I wasted my time. So if you want to get them help, give them some support and you can give them a, a shoulder to lean on while they work on themselves. But don't don't be out here trying to date people that are outside of your dating style because it's just, you know, that opposites attract works when it comes to characteristics you know, uh, shit, I don't know. I'm a tomboy and you a, 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 a metrosexual, you know, whatever. A lot of y'all look that up. That's what I think when I think opposites attract. Not I am a secure attachment style. I'm not saying I am. I'm a secure attachment style person and all of this stuff. And here you over here with this um, dismissive avoidant. And I'm like, oh, this is going to work, you know, or this ancient avoiding anxious avoiding excuse me and i'm like this is going to work but you clocking me every two damn minutes every 30 seconds you want to know where i'm going it's not gonna work so leave that shit alone please all right so let's get into dear nikki okay so <laughs> this week I'm going to be answering this interesting question. Now, remember, I don't read these before um, the events. Not the events, excuse me, the, the podcast. I'm thinking about my events. Um, so I read them right along with you for the first time. I just saw the first, the first sentence. So this person says, I have a question. In living a single life and dating multiple men, what are your thoughts on having sex with multiple men at one time? I have found this to be somewhat of a problem when dating multiple men. 
Of course, you don't want to seem like a hoe. What are your thoughts? Um, at the tender age of 33, that's how old I am, y'all. Um, I am at a point, well, I've been at a point where, um, everybody don't deserve me. And I got to have a connection with somebody to sleep with them. I can't do hookups, meaningless sex, and all of this other stuff. My friends always be like, why don't you just get you a little? And I be like, no, mm -mm. I like stuff with substance. Um, so I say that, you know, when people say that sex is a, a ritual, um, sex is sacred and all of this other stuff. Like when I was younger, I used to be like, if it's your body, do what you want to do. You know, ain't none of my fucking business, but I get it as I get older. Um, also when thinking of energy, I'm really big on energies and, you know, transmitting energy, you know, you're getting all your, you're swapping energy when you sleep with, you know, whatever new dude you sleep with, you are now taking in their energy, particularly when they deposit inside of you, your, your, they DNA is now your fucking DNA. So I just like to say to be mindful when you're when you're when you are having sex with multiple men, hopefully it's safe. A lot of people think that, oh, you know, I won't get pregnant. No, it's some ooms and nooms out here. It's some pumps and a fucking bumps out here that your ass don't want to fucking be dealing with. So protect yourself from enemies, both foreign and motherfucking domestic with that. So um, think of that, you know, taking on this person, especially this person that you don't really much know because you're still dating them. So you don't know what the fuck they got in their system. You don't know what type of demons and fucking spirits and bad juju and all of this stuff that they're carrying around and that they're releasing, you know, onto you when you sleep with them. So think of that. Also, um, also with dating, I don't think that there's a problem. Let me break this down into two. I think I'm trying to ping pong back and forth. I don't think that there's a problem with dating multiple men. No. And me and this guy got into it on my page. We really didn't get into it. He said some shit and I said my shit and I shut him down. And he realized how stupid he sounded. But um, I don't think a lot of people realize that dating is not fucking. Those are two totally different things. Two totally different things. Um, when you date someone, that is the process of getting to know them. That's taking y'all raggedy asses out, like I say, to Panera Bread, you know, or Roof Chris, whatever your budget or your appetite is, judgment-free zone. If y'all go to motherfucking McDonald's and be some dollar millionaire, y'all make picking two for five, y'all make doubling it up, whatever, judgment-free zone. That's, that's your pussy and that's your dick. Whatever value you want to put on. Um... But that's what dating is. Dating is you're going, you're getting to know one another. So if I'm wanting to get to know someone, or maybe I just want to be casual, there's nothing wrong with me going out and say, all right, I'm going to go on a date with so-and-so and so Saturday. And then, you know, I might catch a movie with so-and-so on Monday. And then maybe for happy hour, I'll meet blah, 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 blah. There's nothing wrong with that. And like, I really hate when people equate dating to sleeping around and oh it's just so so scandalous and I had to tell the dude oh this speaks to the caliber of women you've been involved with and the type of dick you out here slinging dating means fucking to you oh dating means Netflix and chilling to you that speaks to your caliber. You don't speak the same language. That's why there's a disconnect in my post. That's why you don't understand my post. And that's why you're trying to uh, slut shame, excuse me, my post. But you ain't going to do that shit over here. You know, you're not going to do that, over sh that shit over here. So, um, again, let me reiterate. There's absolutely nothing wrong with dating multiple men. You know, um, I tell my sisters this all the time, particularly this summer. I tell y'all this shit all the time. It's the summer hoe. Go out to your summer festivals, music festivals, whatever it is that you want to do, do your thing. Um, and get to know, mix, mingle 
who says you got to do shit one-on-one? You might like this. Guys do it. You know, you might like this person, that person. Maybe you don't know. Just keep talking to them. Keep interacting with them. There's nothing wrong with dating multiple fucking people. Nothing wrong. Most people are like, well, how you going to get to know one-on-one motherfuckers 24 hours in a motherfucking date? You know, I can I can commit some to him. I can commit some to him. You know, we not cupcaking 24 hours a day. That's how I'm going to do this shit. Just like y'all do the shit. It's so crazy how now we women are motherfucking demanding our time and all of this shit. Now, all of a sudden, y'all got rules and motherfucking regulations. That's what I talked about in my podcast episode last week about, you know, now all of a sudden, now y'all want to throw these titles around. You don't like titles. You don't want, we, we got a bond, but the second a woman is cool with what you're doing and she want to do the same thing that you're doing, now all of a sudden you like titles. You like ho, slut, all this other shit. I thought we didn't like titles. What you calling me? What you mad for? So, ladies, ain't shit wrong with dating. Y'all get y'all asses out here. Y'all meet these men. Wherever y'all meeting them, be safe, be cool, you know, um, and get to know them. Summertime, leave that heavy shit for October. I told y'all that. So, date. However, when it comes to sleeping with these men, that's something totally different because it's energy that you're exchanging. And you got to watch that, particularly when you're just getting to know these motherfuckers. Just getting to know these motherfuckers. So just be easy with that. I ain't never going to tell a woman what to do with her snatch. I ain't never going to tell a man what to do with his stuff. Ooh, snatch sounded so, ooh, crass, vulgar. I can see my mother looking at me like, oh, Nicole, snatch? <laughs> Um, but yeah, I can't tell you what to do with that. I'm just saying on a spiritual level, I'm just saying on an energy level, think of that, you know, and another thing that I talk about a lot is our pH balance. When you sleeping with these different men, that shit knocks your pH balance off. You know, you don't want to be having to, whatever it is you fucking need to do to get that shit back. So just be mindful of the, the setbacks of sleeping around but when it comes to dating baby girl live your life this life was given to you to live not me not he not she i tell y'all that all the time if you wanted just to get to know if you want to keep shit surface if you just want to date and flutter around there flutter around here or whatever do that shit 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 i remember i went on a date uh many moons ago and the dude was like are you single or are you like are you single like with like you on a break or something? Or like are you single with like you like a dude but he ain't acting right? Are you single or are you single like um you waiting on, on your man to come back from a deployment? Because y'all know I was in the army. Are you single? He just went through this list. And I said, nigga, I'm single. Like I didn't feel like cooking tonight. That's why the fuck I'm out here with you. You know, so can you shut the fuck up so I can turn this menu around and see what the fuck I want on this seafood? That's the type of single I am. <laughs> but you know, a lot of my brothers be like, y'all using us, you know, whatever, whatever. You get in my company, I'm getting your company. What the fuck ever. A lot of dudes like to shame and say shit like that. You're using us or whatever. Nigga, <sighs> please. Uh, pay that check. Put some respect on that check. Pay me an equity. Watch me reverse out of debt. Oh, that fucking the Carters um album. I've been having that shit on repeat since it dropped. I love that. And a lot of people are like, you know, this isn't a best. This isn't a... Listen, I am a Virgo just like Beyonce is. I understand that we 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 talk about our life shit through our words. We don't talk it. You never, you're never going to hear me saying, I'm going through this and I'm whatever. But I'll write about it. And I get it. And like, they have that love happy. That is my summer anthem. I ain't got no man. That love happy song. Um... That shit is a Drake song for me because that shit make me real nostalgic. That shit make you want to fucking call an ex up and be like, listen, you said some things and I, I said some things, but, you know, if it's, if it's worth it, let's do it. You know, we, we can get to the end of the rainbow. We've been through the mud. You know, that, that shit right there had me, I had to power my phone down because it shit just make you want to call an ex and be like, let's reconcile. Shit segue but yeah so that is the dear nikki for today's show so let's get into the i saved you a seat award what's up 
I say, what's up? I say, what's up? Man, sit your ass down. Okay, so. But this week's I Saved You a Seed Award. Maybe some of y'all ain't gonna agree with me. And that's cool. You know. But I just got to say this. Um, I'm going to give this award to um, Drizzy Drake. Yeah, I'm going to give it to him. Um, as you all know, or maybe you don't know, he released a new album, Scorpion. Scorpion? This weekend? Or a few days ago? Some, something like that. And, you know, there's a lot of speculation going on around if he has a son. You know, he was outed by Pusha T and his diss to him. I addressed that on episode one. And um, everybody's been waiting on him to come with a response. Does he have a son? Does he not have a son? You know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, I know that the baby mother in question, oh, I hate this shit. That's why I don't like gossip shit. Um, is she's a, she, she, I know that she was on, I had saw something on the Explore page where she was on like Mistresses of Atlanta, particularly she's been like linked to like different celebrities um, in the entertainment world and all of this stuff. So I didn't know if that was a reason as to why he kind of was like, mm, you know, damn, maybe this was just a fling. Didn't mean to happen. I don't know. Whatever the circumstances. When we have sex, we sex is for procreation, believe it or not. Um, so, you know, shit can come out. That's why I always tell people, don't you lay down with somebody who you don't see raising a kid with. Don't you do that shit. That, and that speaks to my dear Nikki. You know, when you're sleeping with multiple men, are these men somebody who you could potentially raise a kid with? You got to think about shit like that. Got to think about shit like that. But um, there's a there was a quote from a song um, that everybody is like talking about, and you know, like, oh my God, it's hot, you know, whatever. And he says, um, as he's talking about the kid, I wasn't hiding my kid from the world. I was hiding the world from my kid. I thought that was the dumbest shit I ever fucking heard. I thought it was, I was like, yeah, 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 deadbeat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, and deadbeats rejoice. And like, I, I saw some people like, oh, I felt that shit on a spiritual level. Why? What on a spiritual level with you connected with not taking ownership for your kid? What on a, what, 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 what? I mean, and I don't know what Drake does for this baby. You know, or whatever. And it's not even about him dangling the kid in front of us like, hey, I got a son now. I got a son now. Hey, 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 hey. It's not even about that shit. This is your response? Nah, I didn't I didn't think that that was Gucci at all. I didn't think that that was Gucci at all. It's not even about hiding your kid. It's not even about hiding and showing off or whatever because uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z do not show us certain roomy. But we know them motherfuckers exist. Sierra hit a whole baby girl for a year. But we knew she fucking existed. Uh, what's the baby's name? C C C Sienna or something. A lot of celebrities have children. And we don't see them. That's not what it's about. Like, I just thought that that was such a cop-out. Not to mention a lot of the, the, the people that I saw who was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, I never, I've never dealt with them, but like friends or like people on social media or like folks that I've known before, like mili old military buddies or whatever. I know that they're not in their kid's life. So I know you felt that shit on the fucking spiritual level because y'all one in the fucking same. So I just was like, no, I can't get down with that. Mm -mm. I didn't think nothing was ill about that. I didn't think it was a top 10 lyric. I didn't think any of that. I just was like, mm -mm. no, Drake, sit your motherfucking ass down somewhere with that shit because I'm not I'm not feeling that. Nope, not feeling that at fucking all. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Because you can be secretive. Yes, you can. You definitely can. But I mean, I just probably would have rather he just not fucking addressed it. Like this is this is the response we get for that. Sit your motherfucking ass down somewhere. Sit. So that is the it. That is the it. That's it for this week's show. Um. Again, please like, subscribe, rate, share, tell your friend about um, Nikki Star's podcast. Uh, you can you can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Nikki Thoughts, and that's N I K K I E S 
T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. Um, you can catch me on there. Um, I do have a retail store, Black Sauce, www.blacksaucellc.com, Yoni products, um, apparel. I have an all-natural and vegan um, bath and body line of bath potions, massage oils, soaps, scrubs, all types of things. And I get all of my ingredients from the Caribbean. Like I don't just be mixing whatever. Um, <laughs> it's best selling. Um, I have to uh, make some orders after I get off of this podcast. But I'm also on tour. I will be in Philly this weekend for my sold out Philly tour stop um, for July 7th. I cannot wait to see my ladies in yellow. So shout out to all the ladies who will be attending Philly on Saturday. We're going to fucking cut up. What Drake say? We're going to give them something to cut up to. Now, that's a lyric that I feel on a motherfucking spiritual level. Give them something to cut up to, you know. Um, and I'm on tour. You can catch tour information, www.acedatmysisterstable.com. Also on Instagram at acedatmysisterstable. I have a page that is, is, is geared to nothing but sisterhood, women empowerment, events, um, affirmations, words of wisdom, advice. You know, I'm quirky. I give advice in a crazy way. And that is on Instagram at a tribe called sis. And you can also catch me on Facebook at a tribe called sis. Let's see. Um, Kingston, my son, he has a store. Kingston'sKitchen.com. Baked goods, rice blends, honey blend, infused honeys. He does it all. Like, I'm so proud of this kid. Um, so you can catch him on Kingston'sKitchen.com. Instagram is at Kingston's Kitchen. If you want to get tutored, if, you know, you want to get a jump start on college or jump start on the next grade for your kids or yourself. I also have a enrich- enrichment center, excuse me, Black Sauce Enrichment Center. You can send out an email, center at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at Black Sauce Enrichment Center. And we do tutoring. We do personal development sessions. We help you with your um, personal statement for college. Um every part of the college admission process from undergrad to doctoral. Um, We do tutoring uh, ages K through doctoral program, um, particularly in the STEM field. So that's your science, technology, engineering, and math. I believe we do calculus. Don't, don't, don't um, quote me, but if you want to get into that, hit me up. And I believe that that, that is all of my, um, my outlets. So hit me up. Um, if you want to write into me, if you want me to give my take on a, a dilemma or issue you're having, you are more than welcome. You can send me an email, thoughts of a Nicole, and that's A-N-I-C-H-O-L-E at gmail.com. You will remain anonymous. I do not, as you see, give names or anything. I just read what you got to say and give my advice. So send me an email, thoughts of a Nicole at gmail.com. Make sure you follow me. Again, Nikki's thoughts. Um, make sure you subscribe, you rate, you review, you tell a friend. It's been love. It's been wonderful. And I will catch you all next week. Bye.